Hello, big booty babes. You're listening to the Big Booty Energy Podcast, where I talk to special female guests and friends who are strong, confident, inspiring women that have overcome obstacles to get where they are today. I'm your host, Erica James, co-founder of The Booty Shop, speaker, realtor here in Greenville, South Carolina, and runner who just so happens to be going blind from cancer. Yes, I am blind. You may know me as at blindfitgirl on social media. I've created this podcast to give you that big booty energy you need to live your dream life because, well, it's worked for me so far. You're about to find out that this is not your average female entrepreneur or empowerment podcast. On here, I, along with my guests, like to get loose, have some cocktails, and have fun while we discuss this stuff. So let's shake it. Hello, Big Booty Mamas. Welcome to episode three of the Big Booty Energy podcast with your host, me, Erica James. Today's episode is going to be just a solo episode. If you tuned in last week, you know that I had my business partner with the booty shop, Casey Brown, on, and we actually got into some pretty juicy content in that podcast. We talked about a lot of things, all things booty shop, but we kind of divulged a secret that we have kept for the past two years. So if you haven't heard that episode, there's a lot of good like teaching moments, learning moments, um, and secrets in that podcast. So go give that a listen. If you are here to hear about New Year's resolutions and 2021 versus 2022 and all of that good stuff, then you're in the right place. That's what today's episode is going to be about. Hopefully this podcast is sounding a lot better than it has the past two episodes. My wonderful husband got me some cool podcast like equipment, microphones, screens, programs, all this technical stuff that I don't even know what it is. I'm just using it. Hopefully it's working. We'll see. Uh, It should sound better than it has previously because I was just using my iPhone in the past. So hopefully this is better. I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas and holiday season. Like we are in the thick of it, you guys. We're right in between Christmas and the New Year's Eve plans and all of that good stuff. So um, (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little a little like I'm made of wine and dairy products, (laughs) you know, all the cheese, all of the sweets that I've been eating, all of the um, wine and cocktails I've been enjoying with friends and family. It's all been fun, but I'm kind of ready to get back to normal. We have New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, um, which fun fact is also my birthday. So we have all of that to get through and then we can finally all get back to a normal schedule that will feel nice. All of that little housekeeping stuff out of the way, all of the like pleasantries out of the way. We're going to get into the episode. Today, I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions, wrapping up 2021 and heading into 2022 because New Year's Eve is only a couple days away. The first thing I wanted to talk about was the New Year's resolutions, especially when it comes to business. So any business owners or people, women who are interested in starting a business, or even if you're just in your career, whatever that might be, um, this will hopefully apply to you guys. Not everybody is cut out for setting New Year's resolutions. I know myself, sometimes I set New Year's resolutions and then sometimes I don't. Like I can kind of go with or without them. 
I set goals all throughout the year and like I'm a very goal-driven person. I feel like a lot of people in business are that way. So New Year's resolutions have never been that important to me, but sometimes they're fun. But I do know there's people out there who are hardcore, like I do not set New Year's resolutions. They're so dumb. No one sticks to them. I'm not doing it. So if you're one of those people, then I'm talking to you right now. I was thinking this year, um, since I have never been like really super into setting New Year's resolutions, I was thinking, what can I do instead that will still help me start off and like go through my 2022 better than 2021 was? And I thought about this, so I wanted to share it. Instead of setting a New Year's resolution that I'm going to try to carry out throughout the entire year, I'm going to take some time the next couple of days before New Year's Eve and start to think about what I learned and what I gathered from my life experience in 2021 and how I can apply that to 2022 and like leave things out that I don't need. What can I leave in 2021 that I do not need to take with me in 2022? These things are like those hard life lessons that you had to learn the hard way or those mistakes you made that you still kick yourself for, but you can at least like know you're not going to do that again in the future. So um, I was going to share a few of the things that I'm going to leave in 2021 um, and that way I can leave them out of my new year, out of my 2022 and become more successful in the next year coming up. So hopefully by me sharing a few of these things that I'm going to learn from and kind of leave out of my new year will inspire you guys or like spark some ideas of how you can kind of turn it around like this and just leave some things in the past, some things you don't want to bring with you. So the first thing that I kind of wrote down is um, I'm going to make sure that I no longer in 2022 and hopefully beyond allow toxic people to stay in my business or in my life. So this year, which I know Casey and I are probably going to get into more of the juicy details of it in another episode, but this year we had... um, a big change in the booty shop culture. Uh, whenever we started the booty shop, we wanted it to be a place where women can come, have an amazing environment that they step into, they feel welcomed, they feel loved, and they immediately feel like they can make friends and just have a safe place to work out and hang out. And for the longest time, um, probably that first like six months to a year, we were able to accomplish that. And then somewhere along the way, there were a couple of bad apples in our group, whether that was in our team, in our members. Um, And you're you're always going to have that. Like when you are dealing with the public, you're always going to have some negative Nancys or um, some just people who are kind of bring down the rest of the crowd. Um, a lot of people have this in their friend groups too. Like you can probably pick that out, that person out that just never can quite trust or you just, those people that you don't even know if you, you know, they say one thing to you, but then as soon as you leave the room, you question, oh my gosh, are they talking bad about me? Are they um, actually, they seem like they're cheering me on, but are they really pulling against me when I step out of the room? We had a couple of those people in like woven within our business. And also, um, I've experienced some of those people in life, 
luckily not as much in the past year. I would say probably in my younger years. For me, I'm a person who doesn't like um, confrontation. And we went through a lot of hard um, talks and moments of confrontation and mm, just getting into the weeds of it to kind of weed out the toxicity this past year. But it has changed the way we do business. It's changed the way we serve our clients and it's changed our culture for the better tenfold. What I've learned from that is truly that if you hire and bring in the right team members, the the women who are strong and confident and love other people and accept other people, that's the kind of customers you attract as well. And so now we have just created an even better culture than we could have imagined at the booty shop within our business. And it's because we've put the right people in place where they need to be within our team. And that has attracted the right members. So I am going to make sure in the future, all of 2022, that even though I like to avoid confrontation, it's not worth putting up with toxic people in your business, in your life, whatever that might be. That's one thing that I'm going to leave in the past. Number two, And this is a good one, I think, for anyone who is very goal-oriented. This thing is something that I'm also going to leave in the past, and that is comparing yourself or your business against your competition or comparing yourself against where you think you should be at this time. Gosh, there's so many ways to talk about this because I struggle with this in so many aspects of my life. But if we're just talking about business, it's so easy to to compare yourself and your business against your competition or against other people in your industry. Um, When we talk about the booty shop specifically, uh, we are very lucky and fortunate that we really don't think we have any competition because there's not any other studio slash bars out there. It's kind of a unique concept of drinking and working out. (laughs) So um, we really don't consider anyone in our industry competitors. They're just other people in our industry. But if you're in business, you know that it's hard not to compare yourself against others in your industry, see how much they're growing and want to be growing as fast or as, um, as much as they are. But it's, it's so hard to get down that like rabbit hole. And then you just start what everybody always calls that cliche of shooting all over yourself. You know, I should be at this point in my business. Uh, we should be growing at this rate. Whatever it might be, that is ultimately not benefiting you because you're not moving forward when you're standing there comparing yourself to other people or other industries. This is obviously very relevant to us as women in personal life as well. Oh my gosh, with social media, you can get on Instagram and just just literally take one scroll through Instagram and see people who might have more money than you, might be further along in their relationship with you, might have more kids than you and you want more kids. There's so many ways to compare yourself against other women and other people and how they're doing and compare yourself against that. And it's the same thing, guys. Like when we're doing that, we're literally staying in one place, looking at other people saying, I wish we were them, or I wish I had that instead of trying to move forward and focus on yourself. So those are things I'm going to try to leave in the past. We all do it. 
it's, I know it's not just a me thing. I'm hoping that all of you guys are like shaking your heads on the other end, whenever you're doing, listening to this, um, because I know we all do it. And so let's try to leave that in the past as well and not bring that with us to 2022. And the last thing I'm going to leave in 2021 so that I can be more successful in 2022 is avoiding not starting or not like going for something because I'm worried about it not being perfect or it not be it not being like exactly fully formed in my mind yet. I'm the kind of person, I'm definitely an idea person. I love thinking about ideas and new plans and new goals, new projects, but I'm also the kind of person who wants to make sure it's fully mapped out in my head. The big picture, like the big takeover the world picture is fully formed before I start it. Um, and I think that's a perfection thing. I'm like, I need it to be perfect before I start so that I make sure I have a plan. Um, and while that can, and probably sounds good on the outside, it also has stopped me from starting a lot of things and really held me back. So that is something that I'm going to try to leave in 2021 as well and try to start more things even when I don't know exactly where they're going to take me or don't have them perfectly planned out to perfection yet. I feel like I really did try to do that with this podcast. I have no idea where this podcast is going to take me and I literally only have probably the next, this this episode and the next week planned out. It's not a fully planned thing, um, but you know, I wanted to do it and I just got the itch and decided to start it and now we're just going to roll with it, see where it goes. So hopefully I can translate that to other things in the future as we go into 2022. Hopefully those gave you some ideas of just some things that I'm trying to leave in the past. Maybe you can relate to some of those and maybe you can just do some reflection on your own goals, your career, or even your personal life and see maybe what should you just leave in the past, learn from, and be better about in the new year. Now, for those of you who are full-on New Year's resolution people, here's a tip for you. Most people's New Year's resolutions, not all, most people's are wrapped up in the health and wellness sphere, which you guys know is where I live. It's where I live, breathe, thrive, all of those things. Not everyone's is though. Like just a funny fact, um, my husband Jake had a new year's resolution two years ago to never step foot in a Walmart. Um, he hates Walmart for some reason. And so he literally made a new year's resolution. I think it was 2019 to nep to not go into Walmart the whole year. He actually made it almost two full years. He almost made it all the way through 2021, um, without even going into Walmart. And then he had to go into one for like a, a cord or something that he needed. But, um, he's, he's a unicorn. He's an outlier. Most people's, as we know, are wrapped up in the health and wellness space. So I wanted to give you guys my best tip for starting off your new year's resolution with success. This is literally like my secret to starting strong so that you can try to carry this through the entire year. Um, and this probably is going to sound a little silly, but just stick with me for a second. Okay. My secret and biggest tip, if you have a health or wellness goal, like lose weight or start working out or start running, whatever it might be, is to literally not go too hard 
on New Year's Eve. And you're like, Erica, literally the the night before the new year, like that just changing that one night is going to help me throughout the entire year. But literally y'all this, let me explain, like it literally will. So you, if you have a health and wellness goal, something to do with you being healthier in 2022, you cannot start 2022 with a hangover. You just can't. That's literally the, the, the epitome of starting off on a bad foot. Okay. So am I saying that you cannot go out and have a good time on New Year's Eve? No, this is me you're talking about. Like I'm always wanting to go out and have a good time, but I am saying we have to be smart about it because if we start 2022 off with a hangover, then it's just all downhill from there the entire year. And you do not want that, especially when you have a goal to better your health. So here are my tips on how to get through New Year's Eve, having a freaking blast and going out and getting wild and still not having a hangover. Okay, so here's how you do it. Number one, what you eat is important, okay? When we think of New Year's Eve, we think about all the things we're going to be drinking, right? The champagne toast, the shots, you know, all of that stuff. No, no, no. You need to be planning out your meals that entire day in preparation for whatever kind of partying you're going to be doing that night. So if I know that I'm going to be going out and having a celebration on a specific night, then I make sure that day I'm eating all of the nutrients that I need, plenty of protein, plenty of carbs, Um, do not be scared away from carbs. Carbs are good for you. They are needed for you to have energy, for you to work out, and they help when you know you're going to be drinking a little bit. So make sure you get in your carbs, preferably healthier, clean carbs. Maybe not the mac and cheese. Maybe it's the brown rice. Um, but yes, carbs. And then get in some fresh veggies, greens, something fresh in your diet that day that's just going to make you feel good. Honestly, it's going to make you feel better when you go to put on that hot outfit for New Year's Eve anyways. So eat good. Feed yourself. Do not starve yourself all day because you want to look good in that New Year's Eve dress. Feed yourself so you have the energy and all the nutrients you need for your body to recover after your hard night of having a good time. Okay, number two. Yes, what you eat is important, but also what you drink is important. Um, Of course, I'm going to tell you drink water all throughout the day. Go ahead and hydrate up. It's only going to help. Also, take your multivitamins. Like, take some vitamins. Get your vitamins in there. You need to be... um, you know, all vitamined up and hydrated to prepare you for this night. Um, That way you're not going in uh, with no water in your system and you're just going to be living off of alcohol. That is never a good plan. Okay, so make sure you do that, of course, but then also what you drink when you start the celebration or the party is very important. I always suggest to look at what you're drinking. Is it very sugary? If it is, 
maybe only have one of those sugary drinks. Now, you know me, I love a good margarita, but if I know I'm going to have several drinks in a night, I only have one margarita, just one. And then I switch to something that's a little bit more plain, something that's not going to have as much sugar or as much salt um, and sodium and all of that gross stuff that's going to make you feel bad. It's not always the hard liquor that makes you feel bad the next day. A lot of times it's all the junk that's mixed in your cocktail. So think about that. Maybe you have one mixed drink, like a nice cocktail, and then maybe you switch to something more plain, like a vodka soda, a vodka water, um, you know, even a beer or whatever might be your thing. That's fine. Um, wine, all of that stuff, totally fine. Like let yourself have fun. Don't be too anal about it, but maybe try to identify some of the sugar that you can take out and you can easily substitute with another drink that you're still going to enjoy. Now, final tip here. Um, if you are just a light drinker, like you're like, oh, I can have one or two drinks and be totally good. Awesome. Good for you. If you are someone who knows like you are a social drinker, you might have more than just a couple of drinks, um, then you need to take this advice. Once you get to the point where you have, you know, that perfect little buzz, that little tipsy buzz that you know you are trying to achieve, great, good for you. Then drink a glass of water. This sound, yes, it sounds so lame. It sounds like I'm your mom talking to you, going to college and saying, have a drink or have a glass of water between every drink you drink. That's not necessarily what you have to do, but whenever you start getting that buzz, if you drink a glass of water and then have another drink, if you want another drink, that is going to help just keep you hydrated throughout the night. You can still keep your buzz, but you're still hydrating in between. I promise you guys, if you follow these tips, you're going to feel so much better the next day on New Year's Day, that first day of 2022, when you wake up ready to conquer the world and be the healthiest, fittest person you're going to feel good. And then it's going to help you keep conquering that goal every single day. So that is my biggest secret for starting 2022 off without a hangover. Now, (laughs) I wanted to tell... Now, when I was thinking about the um, biggest tip for starting off the new year right, and I knew it was going to be, you know, not having a hangover on New Year's Day, it made me, it reminded me of uh, kind of a trick I used to do in college when I knew I was really getting past that point of no return, and I just knew I was not going to feel well the next day if I kept drinking. But I was, I'm a social drinker. I like to have a drink when I'm hanging out with friends. So all my friends would be at the bar. It'd be like 1.30 in the morning and some random guy buys us all shots and everybody's down to take a shot. And I know if I take one more shot, I'm going to feel terrible. So I have this trick and I wanted to share it with y'all in case you need to use it on New Year's Eve night to save you from having a hangover the next day. Okay, so this is uh, like a little charitable trick that I'm going to share with you guys. So if everyone is peer pressuring you into taking a shot and you don't want to seem super lame, this is what you do. You take the shot. Everyone goes in for a cheers. You know, it's at this point, everyone is a little 
sloppy anyways. So nobody's really paying attention to you. They're all just paying attention to trying to get that shot down. So you take your shot. Everyone goes in for the cheers. You hold your shot up in the group, just like everyone else with their cheers. And then when everyone goes to take the shot back, you know, they put it up to their mouth, they throw their head back and they take the shot. You do the same exact motion, bring the shot towards your face, throw your head back. And instead of putting the shot on your lips and down your mouth, you are going to very discreetly throw the shot over your shoulder. Now, of course, you hold on to the shot glass. Very important. Hold on to the shot glass. Just throw the liquid over your shoulder so that no one knows. It literally goes on the floor. Sorry for anyone who works in the service industry and is going to give me some backlash on this and be like, oh my gosh, you're making us do extra work. But honestly, I'm trying to save the general public here. Okay. So you are just going to literally throw that liquid on the floor and everybody else's heads are back, eyes closed, swallowing the shot. So no one is going to even know. It works every time. I promise. I still do it to this day as a almost 29 year old adult. And I have no shame with it. So wanted to give that little tip to you guys. And hopefully you guys can use that in your everyday life. Take this and use it, uh, for yourself. And let me know how it goes. You know, I would love to hear little stories. I can't say that this always works perfectly. I've never been caught doing it, but I have accidentally thrown my shot on someone behind me that I didn't know was there. So it doesn't always work out like a hundred percent perfectly, but it just, you know, adds to the story. It honestly is very funny. Then you have to turn around, tell that person you're profusely sorry and kind of let them on your little secret. And then they're totally fine with it. They usually laugh it off and they're good. Um, if you want to avoid that, maybe just take a little glance over your shoulder before you toss it back. But you know, for us blind people, we don't have that luxury. So if you're standing behind me, sorry, you might get splashed with some like fireball or whatever terrible shot that somebody's trying to buy me. I hope that all of you guys have something fun planned. Honestly, this year we are not doing anything too crazy. Um, there's a lot of like ticketed parties here in Greenville that I was kind of considering. Um, but a lot of my friends didn't really want to go that route. So we are just doing a little drinks and dinner out so that we can get dressed up. Cause like I said, new year's day is my birthday. So I always like to like do a little dinner or like get dressed up and look nice regardless of what we're doing. Um, so we're doing that on New Year's Eve and then we're going over to someone's house and just going to do like low key, um, drinks and, uh, new ringing in the new year type stuff after we get dressed up and do our like drinks and dinner out. So I'm looking forward to that. It's something, um, a little different that we don't typically do. We usually do something a little bit bigger, but I think it kind of will be nice to switch it up. Um, especially since we have like a good friend group here in Greenville now. So that was going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. If you are going to one of those big parties and wherever you are out and about, um, just be careful. Like those do get really crazy. They're a, a blast, but you also, they get so wild. So like, just be careful guys. This is my little PSA to you. Um, the cold's going around. Of course, COVID is like, I don't know, flaring up or whatever they're saying these days. But, um, not only that, people just get crazy on New Year's Eve. So have fun, but be smart. 
Okay, so moving on um, away from the bike party crazy stuff and on to finish up the episode with a little bit more of like inspiring or uplifting information. But I did want to talk about something that I do at the end of every year that helps me start off the new year well. Um, And that's really just reflecting. And it's not as much reflecting like I was talking about earlier when it comes to business. This is more like just general life experiences, reflecting on that and what's been going on the past year. And when you think about your year in review, it's hard to remember everything that you've done in the past year. It's easy to like, I mean, pick out the big moments, but then you forget about a lot of other really great things that have happened that you just get kind of like lumped in with everything else. Um, so what I like to do and what I found is a good way to do it is go in your camera roll on your phone and literally scroll back to the start of 2021 and then kind of go through your camera roll in your phone and it just shows you some or like reminds you of some amazing moments that have happened this year. When I think back on my year, I think of really big things that have happened. Like Jake and I bought a house um, and it was our first house and we renovated it and flipped it completely. So that was like a big thing that happened in 2021 for us. Um, And so of course, like that sticks out. It was also the year that I became a realtor. I got my real estate license and started my real estate business. So that was also a really big thing that I like stick out in my mind. And I know like, oh, that was 2021. But things that I noticed like scrolling through my camera roll that I kind of forgot happened in this year was um, we got a new dog. We, Jake and I found Gibson. If you don't know his whole story, you can probably find it somewhere on my Instagram, but we found a dog on the side of the road in February of last year or this year, um, February of 2021. And, um, it's a long, crazy story, but he's a chocolate lab. We have two chocolate labs at home. So he matched our crew and we literally just adopted him. And now we have three dogs and it's crazy here at the James household. But I forgot that that even happened in 2021 because it was so so far back and Gibson just feels like he's been a part of our family this whole time. So it was cool to reflect and remember that that happened this year. Also like just other smaller things like um, made plans to expand the booty shop, which is really cool. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, we revitalized our staff um, at the booty shop and, um, that has made a huge difference. We brought on a manager at the booty shop, um, Caroline, who is like amazing and she is so, so great. And so that has changed it completely and, and really our workflow completely, which has been a blessing. Um, Jake and I were in a short film and we literally went out to LA for like 10 days. Um, and we're in this short film. I ran in the Paralympic trials, like, like was, very had a very great experience trying to compete for Team USA for Tokyo. Ultimately didn't make it, but just going to the trials and getting to compete for a spot on that team um, to represent the United States at the Paralympics was just crazy. Like what a cool experience. And those are the smaller things that I kind of forget about that actually happened this year. And if you go back through your camera roll 
and start reflecting on your year in review, I'm sure some of those moments are going to stick out to you as well. And it's kind of like nice to revisit those memories and moments. Going back, like write, write some things down. Write down some of the things that you noticed in your camera roll that you did, that you accomplished, that you experienced, that you had fun with. Um, memories that you have from the past year, write it all down and then take a look at it because what's really inspiring is knowing that, wow, you did all of that and all of that happened in 2021 in just 12 months. And then you can kind of look ahead to 2022 and know that all of that and possibly more is waiting for you in the next year all of those things, there's going to be all of that and maybe even more ahead of you that you're about to step into. And I don't know about you, but for me, that just gives me cold chills knowing how much is ahead, how many good things are just waiting for us in the next year. So you know how people always say, new year, new you. Well, that hasn't really sat with me well ever because, well, since I have in the past couple of years since I have really went on this like self-love, this sounds so stupid, but this like self-love journey, I've literally like just started to um, appreciate my vision loss, appreciate my cancer story, uh, um, kind of like become acquainted with me being a person progressively going blind um, and just being happy with how I look and how I feel and the people in my life. I've never, since I've done all that, I haven't liked the phrase new year, new you, because I like who I am and you should love who you are. So you shouldn't be reinventing a new you every single year. So what I really wanted to end the podcast on was just offer a little suggestion um, and a little mindset shift. You don't need to recreate a new you every year to be more happy, more confident, more wise, um, more successful. Let's all go into 22 with the mindset of new year, same you, just better. Make this new year your year. I don't know about you, but like Taylor Swift says, I'm feeling 22. Hope y'all have an amazing New Year's Eve, big booty mamas, big booty Judies, big booty babes, whatever you are. Hope y'all have an amazing new year and I'll be back on here for another episode next week. See you in 2022.